coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. guys welcome back to sports talk with c your girl is back with another episode and on this episode i got to chop it up with the filmmaker who works in funeral services who is training to be a pro wrestler yes all of that when i say this journey has introduced me to some amazing people it has introduced me to some amazing people so without further ado let's introduce wade simmons Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like now, how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two and one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow ozelbrand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. Good evening, Wade. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. I really do appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, this is a little different from me, but I am so excited to get this conversation. So, Wade, tell us who you are and where you're from. So I am Wade Simmons. I am a filmmaker that works in funeral service, and I'm currently training for pro wrestling. So when you say pro wrestling, what is that? Because, you know, all I know is back in the day wrestling, like, you know, Undertaker, The Rock, you know, what's the other one? Um, I don't know. Kane, yes, all those. And Triple H. Hogan, Hulk Hogan, or what? I think that's his name, Triple H, yeah. So is what you're training for the same thing as that? Come on, explain it. Yeah? Yeah, so so pro wrestling is, I mean, it's more of, put it together, it's more like wrestling mixed with show business. You know, it's, it's, it's entertainment. Yeah, sports entertainment. So is it fun? Like, is it not fun, but is it real? Uh, so I'll put it like this. The injuries could be real. Um, I mean, it's even even though it's, you know, the winners are determined, you, you still have a little bit of flexibility, though, you know. But it's a show, you it's know. A, okay, so it's wrestling, but show business, like you said. 
So where did your love from wrestling come from? So I grew up watching wrestling. I mean, me, me and my friend Cross and Jordan and Gus and my brother Corinthian, we used to be wrestling out in the yard. You know, we broke a few pots, put a few <laughs> holes in walls and things like that. <laughs> but I mean, I've always loved wrestling. I, I even uh, wrestled in high school. I, I was on the team my freshman year and then I wrestled. I went, I quit like freshman year, then I went back into a senior. So I, I keep my little picture on the desk right here. Ooh, as I use for motivation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you said you always wrestled as a kid. As a kid, who was your favorite wrestler? Uh, uh, Road Dog, Kane, uh, and Carlito. Okay. And they're all type, different type of wrestlers, like really different. So. Yeah. Explain to us why do you like Kane? We'll start just because I know who that is. So, so Kane, I like Kane because he was like a monster. He wore the mask. Uh, he was like pretty big and scary. I liked uh, the road dog because he was like, he was just like really cool. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he did like the little shake right on the road when he would punch and punch and then he would do like a little <laughs> shake. He make it look fancy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And then Carlito, he was like one of my favorite wrestlers coming up. You know, he had the little cool fro and things like that, you know. And then I, I always liked like the bad guys for whatever reason. <laughs> well, I liked Undertaker, so he was pretty, you know, um, yeah. everyone considered that he was bad. So um, when you're getting ready for a wrestling match or preparing or, you know, training to be a pro wrestler, explain to me what goes into that, like your eating habits, how you work out. So, so for, for me, like my experience, because I, I'm, I'm a much smaller guy, so they, they, they're trying to get me to bulk up a little bit now. But I mean, for the most part, you do want to definitely watch your weight. Uh, you do want to, I'm telling on myself a bit, but I, I got to do a little bit better with, with getting to practice. I mean, because again, I, I work a lot. I mean, I literally work every day. Like when I'm not at the funeral home, I'm doing my media work too. So, you know, so I got like a bunch of different things going on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for the most part, uh, wrestling is actually more like therapeutic for me. Okay, um, that's one of the biggest reasons I got into it because, you know, it, it's not just a matter of working out physically. Like you got to be mentally right too, mm-hmm. you know. And that's and have like, you, huh? Have you had any matches? Like, have you faced anybody? Like, what is your record? Do you have like a knockout? Like, do you? Well, it, well, in amateur wrestling, I was undefeated because, like, every Ooh. time they would put me out there, I would never have no opponents my way. So. But I mean, in, in showbiz wrestling, I'm I'm we're still training. I'm still getting trained so I can you know be ready to go. So hopefully, I'll make my debut in one of the battle royals or something. So you, you come see me get thrown out the ring, you know. You okay. Know. <laughs> so what do you? What is your expectation training right now? Um, going into, like I would say, is it the season or how would you put the words? Like for me, I'm basketball, so it's like the season. But like you're preparing oh, yeah. to be the pro wrestler so so, so how so how pro wrestling work no, normally you would get under a certain promotion okay and once you get into a promotion you start training you start like meeting because it, it's a very small community of people like it's big but it's like everybody pretty much knows everybody but for the most part you get under promotion they'll train you uh they won't just throw you out there because they want you to be safe you know mm-hmm. because even though it's you know, you're beating somebody up, but they still want you to, you know, you don't want to go out there and hurt yourself or hurt anybody, you know, because everybody want to go home to their family. But I mean, for the most part, they they kind of leave it up to you, you know. 
And then you, then from there, you know, you get to talk to a few people and then they kind of put you kind of where you're comfortable at. So okay. me personally, I am training for both a managing role and wrestling role, but I, I want to be more in the manager role though, you know, just because it, it kind of coincides with like, with my entertainment stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. So as, and so in high school, when you first began wrestling, did you face, um, like, did you have matches then? Yeah, and we had, yeah, we had matches. matches. We, we even had like, we even, what I loved about high school wrestling, like we had, we went against each other in practice I mean, it's definitely different from pro wrestling, but in amateur wrestling, I mean, we were, you know, we were going at it. And I mean, the the workout was very intense. You know, like I remember us, we were, we, cause I went to Bloom High School in the suburbs in Chicago, I mean, in, in Chicago Heights, but where we trained for um, our amateur wrestling, it's another school called Bloom Trail. So we went there because the wrestling program we were like we were two different schools but our sports team was combined so okay. like like the basketball team the, the 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 boys basketball team they came to my school and then the, and then the girls basketball team and then the wrestling and I think volleyball and track we all did we all went over to Bloom Trail so we would have to jog around the school we would carry each other on the backs you know we would do a lot of running and jumping over each other and jogging through the hallway it was intense it was intense <laughs> it i know that's right <laughs> so what would you say is the biggest difference as far as the workout when it comes to high school and pro and what the wrestling level how, what is the major no. difference in both oh so the difference is that in amateur wrestling i mean you're going at it so the goal is not to get pinned okay but in pro wrestling I mean, the goal is to make each other look good. You're storytelling. And so, you know, and depending on how long you're doing it, like you can take liberties. Uh, taking liberties means like, you know, the ending may be determined, but you got a little, you know, you got a little range to kind of play around a little bit. But if if you're new at it, kind of like me, you you want to be a little careful with that because you don't want to hurt anybody. Right. You know, you don't, and you don't want to hurt yourself. But I mean, for the most part, the working out is still pretty much the same. Okay. I mean, the eating right and the, you know, making sure you're in good shape and things like that and, and learning how to fall correctly and things like that. That's very important. Okay, that's dope. So during now that you're training, how long has it been? So I started training last October. And so does it take about a year or so to get where you um, are? Or well, it, it's it, depending it on how much you it do. It depends on you. And see me, like, I'm a very, like, I'm a very slow learner. I, I'll, I'll admit that, like, I, you know, sometimes I, I'm, I'm a clumsy guy, too. So, you know, I need a little more extra time. But some of the people that started with us, I mean, they're out there doing great right now. Like, there's a young lady. Her, her wrestling name is Bombshell Shelly. Oh, man, she's doing an awesome job. And, it's, and to me, like, I'm always glad to see other people doing great things, mm-hmm. too, like, it's, it's, it's really cool though. Like, I mean, everybody's nice. I mean, everybody wants to, you know, help each other out. So I'm, I'm loving it. I love that you like to see people win. So you said you want to go and you want to get in the manager role. Do you want to be like a manager of a player, the manager of like, like a Vince McMahon, like what type of, what type of managing role are you shooting for once you pursue that aspect in the field? 
So, so I have something like, I mean, of course you can get inspired by it, but I got more like an original idea, but, um, I mean, but I, I kind of like what, I don't know if you remember Paul Heyman, Mm-mm. Uh, Paul Heyman is Brock Lesnar's manager, Okay. But he's, but he's now managing Roman Reigns, but he's always been like, a, he's always been kind of like uh evil, you know, kind of like a, a menace, you know, he, he's he's always been like a heel, which, you know, in wrestling, you have the heels and the face. He's always been a bad guy. So I definitely want to be like in the bad guy because it's, it's more fun to play the villain. When you're in <laughs> this type of industry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how would you rail your filmmaking career into your managing role? So, so I'm very, so I'm very good with like public speaking and promos. So I definitely can like shoot promos and characters and things like that. Yeah. Oh, so that's what you want to do. So where did this love for filmmaking come from? So this is funny, but I've always been interested in film as a kid. Okay. And, and to be honest with you, I knew, I knew since I was a kid what I wanted to do in life. Like I always said, I was going to be a funeral director. I was going to be a filmmaker. And so I just pursued all that and it, it actually led me into wrestling because, you know, when I when I went to school to be a mortician, you know, things kind of went opposite of what I thought. So I kind of got in panic mode and I was struggling with the test and I'm like, you know, I'm going to go back to school for something else. So, you know, and then I was like thinking about doing some other stuff and then I, I thought about doing like my family trade. But then I'm like, you know, if I'm going to go back to school, you know, I'm going to do something that I like. So I prayed about it. And I'm like, I'm gonna go to film school. So I went to film school and I got it and I got a degree in filmmaking and I just started like making a bunch of films. And so I had a love for making documentaries and I'm like, I want to make a documentary about wrestling. And the documentary that I was going to make about wrestling ended up turning into me getting involved with pro wrestling. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Look at that. A spend the block, huh? Yeah. So what type of documentary were you trying to make about wrestling? Was it about who you are in the wrestling world or just about wrestling in general? It was just about wrestling in general. Because I know there's a, a, a wrestler named Steve Boss. He's training me now. And um, he's really good. And he knows a lot of people in the business. He's trained a lot. Of so I reached out to him. I'm like, you know, I want to make a documentary. He like, well, you know, come on in. And, and you know, I, I told him about me wrestling in high school. So we got to talking. And he's like, well, wait, when are you going to start training, man? And I'm like, well, you know, I'll start next week. <laughs> and then look, you got yourself into another aspect to bring your career all in together. So when yep. you hear the world, when you hear the word, excuse me, wrestler, what come, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh uh to be honest i I would say kane (laughs) okay and when you hear filmmaker what is the first thing that comes to your mind spike lee george lucas oh i like it (laughs) and when you hear the world word excuse me future where do you see yourself um being a successful filmmaker do you want to focus on re- wrestling or do you want to focus on documentaries or do you want to focus on short films? Where do you see your filmmaking career being? Uh, definitely short films and, and documentaries. And, and I, and I want to, and I want to do a few, a few features too, because okay. like I said, I'm, I'm a very different kind of uh, filmmaker because like with me, uh, I don't see me. I create because there are some people that are like, when they be like, well, what, what made you want to be a filmmaker? Some people be like, well, I wanted my voice to be heard. Like me, it wasn't so much about a voice. It was about being creative. 
Okay, you got the creative aspect of it. Nice. And and then being somebody that works around death all the time, like, you know, you want to, you want to have another outlook on life. Like people take life too seriously. You don't, you don't want to always dwell on the problems of the world. Like you want to just, you know, give people something funny to think about, you know? So I try to, I try to embrace filmmaking more from the creative side, not necessarily trying to like teach anybody a lesson or nothing like that. Like, you know, I mean, there's enough people doing that, but I just, I love it for the fun of it, you know? And if you were asked to be part of a production company and to produce a documentary on two wrestlers from back then and now, who would they be? So the first one actually would be, uh, a, a more modern wrestler, it actually would be Sami Zayn. Uh, just okay, yeah, I've heard of, I've heard of him. Yeah, you know he's funny because like I would, I would want to do one on somebody that like, cause like not the top guy, but like some of the other guys that like mm-hmm. kind of get overlooked, you know. And then if I was to do a, a documentary about uh, one of the old wrestlers, it actually would probably be Kane or the Undertaker. And the reason being hey. was because. To be honest, it was I, if, I don't know if you saw Kane and Undertaker's like retirement speech, mm-hmm. but both of their speeches was like really good because like I listened to Kane talk about like how he how he failed in life and, and he stumbled into wrestling and then the Undertaker, he was a basketball player. Yeah, that's why I love he also, <laughs> But he also loved wrestling and he was like you know he was miserable or whatever and his brother put his hand on his shoulder and told him like you know you can't live your life for nobody but you and then in that moment like he. He chose, he chose to wrestle for the rest of his life, you know? So, I mean, you know, I don't think a story gets any better than that. <laughs> I know that's right. So, if you could choose one person in the wrestling world, who would you meet? And one person in the film-making world, who would it be? And you had an opportunity to collab with both of them. What short film would you put out? So it's funny, but Carlito would be the wrestler that I meet. And actually, he's going to be at our promotion next month. Okay. So, gonna willing, speak that into that. existence. You know what I'm saying? Got to do it, Wade. <laughs> I mean, I mean I've met I've met Scotty Tuhati and I've met Lil Hornswoggle already. You know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. was, it, it was awesome, you know. So, I mean, I, I've been meeting a, a lot of interesting people. I mean, people that are well-known and then people that are, you know, trying to get their name out there. But I just love meeting people in general, but as far as a filmmaker uh, that I would love to meet, I would actually love to meet Spike Lee. And with Spike Lee and Carlito, what type of short film would you produce? Or I would produce, create? Well, I actually would produce one about somebody that was struggling and walking to their destiny and becoming a wrestler, you know? Because, because, like, I feel like everybody that, anybody that has ever did something great, like, they always kind of had, like, that one moment. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to get too far off subject, but, like, Snoop Dogg, that's one of my favorite artists. And I remember him saying, like, he threw his raps in the trash and one of his friends got him out. Like, come on, man. But you look at him now, he's one of the, I mean, you know, it's not just about riches, but, I mean, he's one of the, like, the most he's an richest, icon. Right. You know, rappers out there now, you know? <laughs> And what would the name of your short film be? You have to take something from the old school era and filming and wrestling and something new from the new era from filming and wrestling to come up with a spicy name 
for your film. If you had to do that today, and you had Carlito and Spike Lee, you had to get in film together, pick a name today for all the listeners to come to your promotion and watch, what would it be? Oh, it would uh it it would probably be called the road to victory. Ooh, okay, wait, I like it. I <laughs> like it. And would the story be something that you create or would it be a story based on Carlito? Uh no, actually it would be something like more fictional. Like I would okay. I would I would um more like, creative. Create a, a, a whole nother story. Yeah. But I mean what but what it would probably be about is like somebody that was on one path. You know, like I probably would make them like, you know, maybe they went, maybe they went to like, you know, maybe they like wanted to be like a um maybe they went to school to be a lawyer, you know, and maybe they failed and it, it wasn't working out and then they ended up like meeting some people in pro wrestling and they tried it out and they became successful at it. You know, nice. so I would, I would maybe take it like that route. Take yeah. that route, okay. Because, because I do, because to be honest, like, you know, being realistically, like, you know, I feel like everybody has dreams, but, mm-hmm. I, but I feel like, you know, the ones who really make it are the ones who never give up on them, you know. And even with having a dream, like, sometimes. It's every like, day, it's every like day. You might, like, you might shut out to do one thing and then you end up becoming known for something totally different. I mean, I when I first started this journey, I set out to, yep, I want my own talk show on ESPN. That's what I want, just so everyone can come and talk to me about basketball. But honestly, doing the podcasting and meeting new people, it's it's open doors for me to do other things, you know, yeah. um, being at media, at games, um, doing sideline interviews, applying for internships to be a sideline reporter. So I don't think, like you said, I'm a walking testimony to that. Once you are set out to do something, it doesn't have to stop out there. Like you don't lose focus. You still have it in your mind. Like being on ESPN is definitely still one of my dreams that I'm definitely going to accomplish, but I need to enjoy the ride that is getting me to ESPN. It's it's funny you say that because uh, one of my good friends in pro wrestling, John, I mean, now he, now I'm gonna say he, he's like an even bigger fan of wrestling than I am because I'm a fan, but he's a very big fan, a really nice guy. And, um, he, I mean, any show that comes to Chicago, he's there, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said something that I thought was so profound like, he said, you know, way, you know, we got to make sure that we're enjoying the journey and not just the destination, you know. And, and I like that he said that because sometimes people can have their eyes so far down the road. Like sometimes you got to just live in the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got your short film, you got your name, you got your wrestler, you got your producer, which is you. You have your filmmaker that you want to work with, which is Spike Lee. Now all we need, all we need, Wade, is the name of this company. So in the future, when all this actually becomes your reality, everyone can find you. Yeah, that's true. So give me a name. What would uh, you, what, you, it, what, it's, it's, it's Wade in the Water Production. <laughs> Wade in the Water Production. So guys, make sure you stay tuned for Wade Simmons and Wade in Water Production. He's going to produce in a bunch of short films, some with wrestling, some about 
creativity, some about life, some about laughing and having fun and just enjoying life. Like he would say, enjoy the journey, not just the destination. And his good friend told him that. So he passed that along to me. And I'm going to pass that along to everyone who tuned in today. If people want to reach out for you for filmmaking questions, pro wrestling questions, how to actually start, um, how can they find you? So uh, Wade Simmons on Facebook, I'm easy. And then on Instagram, WadeJedi99 on Instagram. And then if you want to check out any of my film work, it's Wade Filmmaker three sevens on Vimeo. On Vimeo, yeah. Alrighty, you heard the, you you heard the man. I checked out some of the short film guys; they're really good. I have to check out some more. I did. I believe he sent me two um, that I looked at. Um, maybe we can create a short, you know, a short film about yeah. your girl. I would I like that. You. Okay, so yeah. we'll definitely keep in touch. I definitely appreciate you coming and sharing this journey that you're on to either a pro wrestler or the pro wrestler manager, filmmaker, whatever is in your future. I wish you nothing but the best. And we're going to have Wade in water production ASAP. So guys, don't forget the name. And thank you, Wade, for coming on Sports Talk with C. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of it course. means a lot. Thank you. Hey guys, and welcome back. And today I was able to witness the legend Sylvia Fowles play her last WNBA game. Wow, just amazing. It was an honor. It was emotional. And she is leaving behind a career that no one will forget. She is a two-time champ, two-time finals MVP, MVP, four-time defensive player of the year, all WNBA first team, second team, four-time gold medalist, eight-time all-star. She leads the WNBA in rebounding. She got her 4,000 rebound today. Um, she is the only player in WNBA history to lead two franchises in rebounding. Top WNBA 25. Thank you, Sylvia, for what you did for the game and what you continue to do. And for everyone that spoke about her today, said she is humble. So let's just take a listen to what Coach Miller said about the legend. And an absolute um, legend of our game and has never received her flowers, I believe, never really see, received the credit that she deserves. Um, she's dominant at both ends of the floor, has been one of the premier defenders consistently all defensively, uh, all defensive teams. Um, and then offense, you know, like when you ask our players, you ask JJ, you ask Bree Jones, there's not a bigger compliment than she's the toughest, you know, cover in the league. Uh, she's just, you know, so powerful and strong and, and athletic. Um, so it's been a pleasure um, trying to scheme and try to coach against her and, and what do you do um, with her. Um, so, and then, you know, she's just so humble and so quiet from the outside and uh, uh, doesn't need a lot of attention. And you, you just hear her teammates through the years speak about what kind of teammate she is. It's just um, our league's gonna miss her. Um, she's going out on top too, still you know, leading the league in, in multiple categories. So uh, give her a lot of credit uh, for her walking away while she still is you know, really, really effective and efficient. Before we head out, 
I just want to say that I take direct messages, tweets, um, Facebook messages, whatever. I take advice, criticism. If you want to come chop it up with your girl, you want to come share your journey with me, just let me know. And also, make sure you are following me on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Linktree, YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, guys, Sports Talk with C, please like, subscribe, and share to everybody you know. Until next week, C's out. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.